It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show, and happy homebodies. Yes, that time when you're sitting around, you're playing board games, schooling your children, and making those great family memories. And this week, to bring the magic to you while you're trapped inside your homes for show number 235, for the week of March 19th, 2020, we have none other than somebody that's considered a little bit of a Bayou Princess, somebody that's going to bring a little bit of Mardi Gras into your home while you're trapped inside of it. We of none other than Jen Cody returning here at Diz Radio. Now, Jennifer Cody was a past guest here at Diz Radio, and she is returning once again. And you know her as the voice of Charlotte from The Princess and the Frog. She's also a Broadway actress and a winner of the Annie Awards as well for her outstanding voice work. And Jennifer is going to stop back in, chat with all of you D-heads, take that trip down memory lane, and help you celebrate, have some fun, and release a little bit of the stress while you're trapped inside your homes here during this hard times here throughout the United States. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. And you have the questions and he has the answers. And Aaron is going to answer all your questions and I want to know. We also have Dominic, who's taking a break from Disney Plus here this week. And he's going to give you a little bit more about how to make the most out of the short leash. Yes, the short leash is returning this week for all those tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation, even though they're closed. Yes, Dominic stopping in once again with all of that. We have Frank with a little bit of wit, wisdom, and fun with the Disney quote of the week. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-wire and all kinds of goodies here to help you relax, have some fun, and have something great to listen to that's magical and different than all the horrible things in the news here recently. So before we kick off into this week's show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castles and Dreams Travel and Castles and Dreams Travel's 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation and all those planning arrangements during these hard times right now and booking for the future. So definitely check them out, Castles and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, it is time to keep the magic going, keep the fun going, keep all the excitement and more going throughout your household as we're making all those memories, taking time from electronics, hanging out as a family and making those memories because this is something that legends are made of that your kids will be talking about for years to come to their children. So let's officially kick off show number 235 for the week of March 19th, 2020. All right, Lulu, let's get to it, darling. Come on, child. Just follow the bouncing butt. We're going to take it down. We're going to take it down. We're going to take it all the way down. We're going to take it down. We're going to take it down. We're going to take it all the way. Going down the bayou. Going down the bayou. Going down the bayou. Taking you all the way. We got the whole family. There go Mimi. Come to put Oh, grab my mouth, your light out. 
see Disney return to making great, sincere fairy tales. And we are going to make one of the most beautiful, moving, compelling stories you've ever seen in The Princess and the Frog. It's a great story in hand-drawn animation. It's a musical set in New Orleans. This truly is going to be one of the great Disney animated films. Well, there you go. This is an important movie for lots of different reasons, but Certainly one is that it's a return to hand-drawn animation, classical Disney hand-drawn animation, which, which you haven't seen uh, for a long time. And that's all I want for you, sweetheart, to meet your Prince Charming and dance off into your happily ever after. Mama, I don't have time for dancing. That's just gonna have to wait a while. It is a musical, and we think Animation works with music in a way that's sort of unique. There's a stylization to animation. Just as it is with characters breaking into song, you have to kind of accept that convention, and I think it's easier to accept, actually, in animation. Swamp box, swamp box, tail on his hat. Nobody knows where the swamp box is at. Swamp box, swamp box, hiding in the glen. He runs away to fight again. I fire a gun, the birds take wing, their startled cries a signal clear. My men march forth to fight the king and leave behind their loved ones dear. Swamp fox, swamp fox, tail on his hat. Nobody knows where the swamp fox is at. Swamp fox, swamp fox, hiding in the glen. He runs away to fight again. Shelter when it rains All we got is Yankee brains The red coat 
dogs fight in a foreign land Their hearts are far across the sea They never try to understand We fight for home and liberty Swamp fox, swamp fox, tail on his hat Nobody knows where the swamp fox is at Swamp fox, swamp fox, hiding in the glen He runs away to fight again Swamp fox, swamp fox, tail on his hat Nobody knows where the swamp fox is at Swamp fox, swamp fox, hiding in the glen He runs away to fight again This is Michael Leon Woolley, the voice of Lewis the Alligator. Hallelujah! And you're listening to Disney On Demand. It's Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 235 for the week of March 19th, 2020, as we're taking that trip down the bayou once again, as we're welcoming back Jennifer Cody, the voice of Charlotte from The Princess and the Frog. We have the D-team here with Aaron, Dominic, Frank, and so many other things to keep it lighthearted, fun, and family-friendly for all of you tuning in who are inside your homes, having to, you know, lock down and be there and spend that quality time, and we want to bring that fun family entertainment to you once again here at Diz Radio. So before I jump into the news hot off the D-wire, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. Now, first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us on all the social media outlets. You can join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, many other places. Just search Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney On Demand, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. All of which will help you find our fun, unique, magical, different kind of Disney show. And if you need to listen instantly, you can't wait. You want the magic in your ears. All you have to do is go to iTunes or the podcast distributor of your choice. Search Disney On Demand, Diz Radio, or Disney Blue. Hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released right there on your device to listen to instantly. Your iPhone, your Android, your tablet. And if you have Alexa, all you have to say is, Alexa, play Disney Blues Diz Radio, and she will play the latest show for you there as well. All the different ways to stay connected. And if you can't remember any of this, just go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and find all these links there as well. So, with all of that said, we have all kinds of fun things going on here this week. We're trying to keep it lighthearted, so I'm not going to give you too much crazy news here. I'm going to keep the show a little bit lighter, because everybody is stressed. There's so many things going on in our world right now, and now is the time to reconnect, slow down, make that magic. So, let's jump into the news hot off the D-Wire, and how about spending that family time and Disney's Onward? Yes, this film has only been out in theaters for two weeks But as of this week, Onward is available for digital download to purchase. You can purchase it, watch it instantly with your family, and it is coming to Disney Plus on April 3rd. So now you can go ahead, you can enjoy this Disney film, and I have to say I've already watched this one with my family. It is fantastic. It is a great fantasy, fun, frolic trip. Um, You know, I just think it's really good. It is fun. It is one of the films in a long time that they have geared towards, you know, I mean, men, boys, girls, you name it, whatever. But... 
For the first time in a long time, my son is really ecstatic over this film. He has really enjoyed it, as opposed to sitting and watching Frozen 2 with his sister all the time. So it has been great for that. Now, moving along here, let's get back to the small screen. And how about Dylan Sprouse and Brenda Song celebrating the sweet life of Zack and Cody's 15th anniversary? Now, here to remind us that things are getting older by the minute, including myself, none other than Dylan Sprouse, joined up once again with Brenda Song to celebrate the 15th anniversary of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Now, we all remember this Disney Channel show. It was fun. It was whimsical in true Disney Channel-style fashion. Now, while they went ahead to celebrate this 15th anniversary, not everybody was there. Ashley Tisdale as well, as Dylan Sprouse's brother was not there as well. But it was a great way to celebrate, have fun, and just really remember all these times. And these are available on Disney Plus for you to enjoy as well. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, The Sweet Life on Deck, and The Sweet Life Movie are all on Disney Plus for you to enjoy and relive these once again to remind us that, yes, it has been 15 years since this thing has been on the air. Now, staying with the small screen, because come on, let's face it, we are all trapped inside of our houses at this point. How about Swan flies into the Masked Singer? Now, we all love the Masked Singer. Great, fun singing competition where you all get to, you know, sing, guess who it is, pop culture icons. I'm not going to go into it. We've all seen the ads for it and whatnot. But this last week, an unveiler. I'm going to give you a second. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. I'll give you five, four, three, two, one. One, hopefully you fast forwarded. The Swan uncovered, and it was none other than Disney Channel alum Bella Thorne. Yes, Bella Thorne went ahead and jumped right into this competition and was singing her heart out and was eliminated this week. She was the Swan. Now, the part that I thought was a little bit different and fun was she said that she was having, you know, she's nervous when she performs in front of people and singing and out of her comfort zone, which is so crazy because when she was on the Disney Channel and part of the Disney company, she released a full album. She had music videos and so many other things. It is crazy how times change over, I mean, over the years. So, Bella Thorne was unmasked in The Masked Singer. Now, let's also talk about another one that was released digitally early, The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, if you wanted to see how the Skywalker saga played out, the end of it all, you want to see how this entire nine-film franchise is closing because you haven't had a chance to do it yet, Rise of Skywalker is available to purchase on digital already. You can go ahead, you can purchase this, and watch it right now. Now, also, since we are talking about the small screen, a lot of small screen, we're all locked in our houses, right? Don't watch Darby O'Gill and the Little People. This last week, we had St. Patrick's Day, and with St. Patrick's Day comes some great Disney films where they have Irishmen. Of course, one of those is The Happiest Millionaire. you got to love the Irishmen in that. You also have Luck of the Irish, the Disney Channel original movie, and of course, the staple Darby O'Gill and the Little People. But if you don't own this one on DVD, on Disney+, Plus, it is a redubbed version. Yes, they kind of took away some of that Irish accent and thick Irish accent from the lead roles in the film. So if you're looking to get the true Disney Darby O'Gill experience, you cannot watch it on Disney Plus because it is an overdubbed version. So go ahead, find this one, the original DVD, find it on YouTube or other places and watch it as Walt Disney himself intended it to be watched. 
Now, since we're you know talking about small screens, let's go into either smaller screens or bigger screens. But how about Star Wars Battlefront 2? And the game is now offering double XP during everyone's quarantine and lockdowns. Yes, people and businesses are doing all they can in order to fight the COVID-19 outbreak. However, developers of Star Wars Battlefront have taken this fight a step further. Now the world of gaming is also up for a fight of the pandemic. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has offered double XP for the players as people encouraged to stay indoors and control the outbreak. Now, some of you who, you know, aren't gamers, you're going to be like, what does this mean? Doesn't mean anything. Ask your kids. This is fantastic. This makes almost every day feel like a double XP weekend. So this thing is going to be great. My son is already like, this is praiseworthy. This is awesome. I really, really just don't even want to leave the screen at this point. But I did assure him that uh, homeschooling will be starting very soon. So got to leave that one with that. So all of you, like I said, I'm going to keep news short. There's many things we already know are going on. Walt Disney World and Disneyland are closed down currently because of the outbreak and the lockdown and the shutdown. Everybody's doing all they can to stay positive and stay fresh. Really uses time to rekindle. And I'll get back more to that later on. But I'm going to just drop news right there. That easy. That simple. Like I said, this week, because you are quarantined, I am just going to keep this show very lighthearted for all of you D-heads here this week. So hopefully you will enjoy it, the throwbacks, the music, and all the fun. So before I release the reins to the D-team, because Aaron's going to answer all your questions and I want to know, Dominic is taking a break from Disney Plus and hitting us up with a short leash. And how about Frank with a little bit of wit and fun? with Disney's quote of the week. So before I release the reins here to the D-Team, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castles and Dreams Travel and Castles and Dreams Travel's 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and in this case, even get your refunds for your Walt Disney World vacations, trips, and more. So definitely check them out. Castles and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, it is time to press on, have some fun, and even though we're going down into the bayou, it is time to go ahead and invite somebody else who's green, somebody else that's amphibian, with a little bit of Kermit, a little bit of fun, and just remember that there is always something at the end of the rainbow. Stay strong, stay true, and make the magic happen. I'll be right back, all of you D-Heads. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong, wait and see. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. And what do we think we might see? 
Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers, and me All of us under its spell We know that it's probably magic Have you been half asleep? And have you heard voices? Cutting a rug, and then the next thing I know, oh, I'm tripping over these. Everyone thinks they know the story of the princess and the frog. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. It will make me human again. Just one kiss. Unless you beg for more. But no one knows what happened after the kiss. Until now. You get way up there. And how did I get way down here and all this? <gasps> this holiday season. In the tradition of Walt Disney's most beloved classics. Comes the story behind the most magical kiss the world has ever known. This gonna be good! <laughs> Walt Disney Pictures, The Princess and the Frog. Come, we pack her. That's new. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Disney's Quote of the Week. Well, we've all seen the news and all the photographs on, on the internet, all the construction in and around Disney World itself, Magic Kingdom with the Tron roller coaster, and now the upgrades to the castle that is going to be coming up, and over in Epcot, where the entire front part of the park, Future World, is totally leveled and a lot of construction going on there. It had me wondering, what would Walt think of Walt Disney World and its current state and how he would approach it? And it had me thinking about some of the things that he's always said regarding uh, regarding the, the Disney company and business uh, itself. And this brings me to this week's Disney's Quote of the Week. There's really no secret about our approach. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors, and doing new things. Because we're curious, and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. We're always exploring and experimenting. We call it Imagineering, the blend of creative and imagination with technical know-how. Well, that's all the time I have for this week, everybody. And remember, have a magical week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, join us down at the Riverside. It's time for Tiana's Showboat Jubilee.
everyone. This showboat is about to embark on a magical musical trip down to the bayou. Are y'all ready for a Mardi Gras celebration? Well, then head on down to the river, friends. It's time for Tiana's Showboat Jubilee. All aboard! Disney Home Video presents two of the most memorable Disney masterpieces. Alice in Wonderland and Robin Hood to add to your video collection. Come on, what are we waiting for? Join Alice as she follows a punctual rabbit. I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. To a magical world of colorful characters. Did you expect? And celebrates a very merry unbirthday. For me? For you? In a classic tale adapted by Walt Disney himself. In Robin Hood, swing along with everyone's favorite swashbuckling character. Hey, remember me? Oh, he's so handsome. His trusted companion, Little John. You took the words right out of my mouth. And his devoted band of merry men as they outfox the prince at Nottingham. Mommy! And take from the rich to give to the poor. Your family will love these timeless tales of fun, imagination, and adventure. Alice in Wonderland and Robin Hood. Add these Disney classics to your video collection today. And beginning July 13th, look for the special Disney Castle Playhouse offer in stores. Although Prince John called himself the king, everyone else called him the phony king. He was so ugly and so mean and so bad that no one liked him. Not even me. Oh, the world will sing of an English king a thousand years from now. And not because he passed some laws or had that lofty brow. While Bonnie Good King Richard leads the great crusade he's on We'll all have to slave away for good for nothing, John Incredible as he is inept Whenever the history books are kept They'll call him the phony king of England The pox on the phony king of England He sits alone on a giant throne Pretending he's a king the little type who's rather like a puppet on a string And throws an angry tantrum if he cannot have his way Then calls for mom while sucking his thumb he doesn't want to play Too late to be known as John the First He should have been known as John the Worst A pox on the phony king of England
while he taxes us to pieces and he robs us of our bread. King Richard's crown keeps slipping down around that pointed head. But while there is a merry man and Robin's while it pack, we'll find a way to make him pay and steal our money back. A minute before he knows we're there, old Rob will snatch his underwear. The breezy and uneasy king of England, the sniveling, graveling, blubbering, blabbering, measly, weasley, gibbering, jabbering, plundering, fluttering, wheeling, dealing, Prince John, the phony king of England. Greetings from your old voice actor pal, Corey Burton. <laughs> And you're listening to Disney On Demand. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, the virtual mailbag is full, so let's reach in and see what we have for this week. Our first question is from Matt in Nebraska, and he writes... I have a question for you about Robin Hood. I know it isn't the best of animated features, but the songs are so fun and who doesn't love a bear played for a second time by the same guy? My question would be, are there any remaining voice actors from that film still alive today? And where else would I have known the Phil Harris from other than Jungle Book and Robin Hood? Happy 10 years and Kungaloosh to 10 more. Well, I've always thought that Robin Hood was an underappreciated classic. Robin Hood was released in November 8, 1973. Phil Harris was great as Baloo, Little John, and he was Thomas O'Malley in The Aristocats. An interesting fact, in 1989, he reprised his role as Baloo for the cartoon series Tailspin, but after a few recording sessions, he was replaced by Ed Gilbert. There is some great voice talent in this film, but only one is still with us. Monica Evans, who voiced Maid Marian. Well, our next question is from Mickey Schmidt of Australia, and he writes, Aaron, the D-Team, and everyone cheers. Mickey Schmidt, a longtime listener of the show since Lexi introduced me to it years ago. Yes, I am downloading your show from Australia. I was wondering about Disney read-along books. My kids love the ones I found at thrift stores. Then I've been able to find a few newer ones from Disney stores and so on. I'm curious if they ever released one for Hercules and also Princess and the Frog. Thank you for the help and keep up the wonderful show. Well, in 1997, Disney released a Hercules read-along book and cassette narrated by Danny DeVito as Phil. And in 2010, Disney released the Princess and the Frog read-along storybook and CD. This one is available on Amazon. Hercules is a bit harder to come by, but someone has put it on YouTube showing the book and playing the audio. Well, our final question is from Katherine Slater of Utah, and she writes, Question for Diz Radio? I think this falls under Aaron's part of the show, but wasn't sure who to email. I've been enjoying Disney Plus and scrolling through the old content on there. Too many people are angry about not enough new content, but then if it was only new content, they would complain not enough old content. Well, that's the truth. My question would be to see if you have any insight 
if they were planning on bringing back the Wuzzles or the 70s, 90s Mickey Mouse clubs to the roster anytime soon. I think it's a long shot, but if anyone would know, it would be y'all. Well, I'm really hoping that all that and more will eventually be available on Disney+. Plus. I have not heard anything specific, but here is something you can do to possibly make this happen. Subscribers can request TV shows and movies to be added to the streamer if they know where to look. Once you're logged in, click on the drop-down menu with your avatar and click Help. Click Give Feedback and you'll see the option to suggest a new feature or request a film or show. Well, I hope this helps and someday we're all watching the Wuzzles. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for a great question. Keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads. Here in the land of words, they're having twice the fun Cause every single thing is really two in one A little bit of this, a little bit of that And when you add it up, you get a lot of laughs Ooh, they got originality Living with a split personality Ooh, yeah Ooh, yeah Two types of fun and their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that. This is the story of the princess and the frog. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear this sound. Let's begin now. Once upon a time in New Orleans, there lived two little girls named Tiana and Charlotte. Although they were good friends, the two girls were very different. Charlotte wanted to be a princess and believed in wishing with all her heart. But Tiana knew that wishing wasn't enough to make her dreams come true. She would need to work hard, too. One night, Tiana and her father talked about the restaurant they would open together someday. Tiana pointed out a star in the evening sky. She wanted to wish for the restaurant on it. But her father reminded her that a wish wasn't enough. Gotta help along with some hard work of your own, okay? The years passed, and Tiana grew up. She still dreamed of opening her own restaurant someday, even though her father had passed away. She worked two jobs and saved every penny. One day, Charlotte and her father, Big Daddy, visited Tiana at work. 
Charlotte had exciting news to share. Did you hear the news? Prince Naveen of Meldonia is coming to New Orleans. <laughs> Big Daddy invited the prince to a masquerade ball tonight. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Angie Kilhauer from the Happily Ever After Fireworks Show. I just wanted to say hi and uh, have some fun listening to Diz, to Diz Radio. Who let the dogs out? This is Dominic with a special edition of Disney's Short Leash. That's right, Short Leash returns. If you are new, I used to do a segment here called Short Leash, which was a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they are short on time or short on money. And with any luck, you may have been able to use some of those suggestions to quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. Now I cover Disney+, Plus, but for this very special episode, I'm bringing Short Leash back. I haven't told Jonathan yet, so... So, uh, <laughs> surprise! So, yes, yeah, shortly she used to cover how to do a lot of stuff at the four main Disney theme parks in very little time, and what was worth your investment in time and money, and what you might want to skip. Well, in about a month, I'm taking my first short trip in over two years. Over the summer, my family of five did a nine-day super trip, but it's been a minute since we only had one day per park. And this is a work trip for me, so I can't do some of my usual tricks. I'm on someone else's schedule, so no rope drop, I can't pre-order any fast passes, I won't get my tickets early enough. Meals are counter service only, which is fine, I usually do that anyway. Despite the work schedule, I do have a full day at Animal Kingdom uninterrupted, so even fast pass free, I think I'll be able to do everything I want. On the chopping block is the safari. I'll do the two line-free drungle treks instead. The rapids are short and overrated, so that's out. Everest is a 10 to 20 minute single rider wait, so that's the way I'm doing it without a fast pass. I'll keep an eye out for dinosaurs wait time, that one seems to ebb and flow throughout the day. If I do have to wait for either Avatar ride, so be it. The Flight of Passage queue is so good it's almost worth the wait. When I rope dropped it last summer I was a little disappointed I missed all the Imagineering in the queue rooms. Now I know how my kids felt when the Dumbo line was so short they didn't get to run around the playground. The Avatar Cantina is my counter service place to eat that day because their bowls are awesome and it's one of the few places that had open soda fountains for refills. I hope they're still there. While I'm in Animal Kingdom, I also need to track down that guy who cooks corn on the cob on a grill with various spices. Keep your Mickey pretzel. I'm from Philadelphia. You know nothing of soft pretzels. That soft pretzel is as phony as the Liberty Bell they have outside the Hall of Presidents. Give me that sweet grilled corn on the cob. That's the snack I want. If it gets too hot, and why wouldn't it? It's Animal Kingdom, the park with the most trees and the least shade. I'll get my annual insect rectal exam at a tough to be a bug, or sit through the horrendous lyrical writing of Finding Nemo the Musical. The only thing more painful than the lyrics is the seating imported from a medieval torture chamber. But the visuals are great, and it's out of the sun. I plan the day with the most work interruptions to be my Epcot day. Epcot's under heavy construction, so if a good chunk of my day is going to be unavailable, I want to use my non-park hopper ticket at the park with the least available things to do. My day at the Magic Kingdom is going to be interrupted in the afternoon as well, so if you're coming off of a longer trip or will be back on a non-work trip when you can set your own schedule, I recommend using an interrupted day by relaxing instead of running from mountain to mountain to mountain or dwarf hillside. Between Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain, you could probably hit two of those without much of a wait, if you really want to go that route. So let's say you can't resist. I'm betting I can get a late requested fast pass for one of them. I'm going to try for either Big Thunder or Space Mountain. Splash's lines die down towards the end of the night because people don't like to be wet at night when the sun isn't there to dry them off. So I can time Splash, and Pirates of the Caribbean for that matter. 
fast pass another mountain, probably going with Big Thunder. And if the wait times are good, I can hit Space Mountain first thing or during the fireworks. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is probably a loss, but not a great one. If you have all the time in the world, do it, but if you're pressed for time, you're not missing much by leaving it out. The rest of my day is going to be spent indoor in shows like the Tiki Room, Monsters Incorporated, Last Floor, The Carousel of Yesterday, Country Bears, Philharmagic, The Hall of Presidents, I'm feeling masochistic, and any large capacity people eating ride like the Haunted Mansion or the People Mover, Little Mermaid, which is a real peculiar ride to begin with. The vehicle's one half of an enormous mermaid bra, but let other people wait outside in the heat. I'll be indoors. Counter service lunch that day will be at Pecos Bill. I get the fajitas with double rice, not rice and black beans, and they never process that order correctly. So more times than not, I end up with two fajita entrees, the one they messed up on and the one they redo. So score. I wisely made sure that all the work stuff was not on the Hollywood Studio Day. This summer I hit Toy Story Land for the first time, but Star Wars Galaxy's Edge wasn't open yet. The plan is to go to the Galaxy's Edge and stay there. If it takes all day to ride the two attractions and have my son live his dream by making a droid and possibly live my dream by making a lightsaber, so be it. This is a targeted attack. Star Wars, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, and that's it. I was just there. I've seen everything else. I have three attractions and a whole day. Seems doable. Everything else is gravy. Short trips are sometimes about focused expectations. The whole world is on spring break when I'm there. Hollywood Studios has five or more new attractions that are bound to be mobbed. To think I'm going to hit everything without being there for a rope drop, no extra magic hours, and no fast passes is unrealistic. But three rides? That should be okay. If Rise of Resistance opens a standby line, that'd be great. If not, I'll try my luck getting a boarding pass. That's the only X factor. No need for dining reservations when the great menu at the Brown Derby Lounge is available. And believe it or not, I actually had a good pizza at Pizza Rizzo, so that might be my counter service lunch. I do have a day at the parks that shall not be named, and this is where Universal has a bit of a short leash edge. I can buy an express pass for almost every ride. Sure, every ride at Universal is the same. You put on glasses, and the thing you're sitting in moves around while they throw a movie at you, but I'm almost guaranteed that even with only one day with an express pass, I can ride everything at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Next week, I'll come back with one more short leash before returning to our regularly scheduled Disney Plus because I've been working with my over 70-year-old parents on their trip and the experience of trying to get a person of a certain age to deal with apps, online reservations, fast passes, and even the difference between Animal Kingdom the Park and Animal Kingdom the Hotel is a segment unto itself. I do have an official Disredo email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, something you'd like me to cover in Disney Plus, or maybe even something you'd like to cover on short leash reach out to me at dominic at disradio.com that's d-o-m-e-n-i-c at disradio.com i also can be found on the internet on twitter at wdw plantoons and on youtube or your favorite podcast apps by searching wdw plantoons or by visiting plantoons.com if you want to see a husband and wife make snarky cartoons about disney world that's where you go well that's it for this week thanks for listening i'm map walt disney world i love it I love it. I'm Map Walt Disney World. I love it. I love it. I'm Map Walt Disney World. I love it. I love it. I'm Map Walt Disney World. I love it. I love it. I'm at Walt Disney World. I'm on vacay. Let's go to MK. 
I'm on vacay, let's go to MK. I'm on vacay, let's go to MK. I'm on vacay, let's go to MK. I'm on vacay, let's go to MK. I love the mind train, I love TTA. I'm riding these rides, I do it all day. I made a fast pass, we don't need to wait. Wait, hold up, let me just digest the pretzel I ate for the carousel of progress. Frontier land always feels like the Wild West and Big Thunder Mountain. I don't care what the line is, nothing to lose on the jungle cruise. Gotta make rope drop and I can't hit snooze. I'm a non-stop park hop, jean wearing flip-flops, just a simple I'm dude. Map Walt Disney World, I love it, I love it. I'm Map Walt Disney World, I love it. Disneyland Resort. This is amazing. And we're gonna meet my favorite princess, Tiana. I'm so excited. I have to ask her what it was like to be a frog. Cause it's a frog. Yeah, well, let's go. Thank you for asking. Now, what are your names, Shugs? I'm Isabella. And I'm Elena. Pleasure to meet y'all. I'm Princess Tiana. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yes. Your dress is just so pretty. Well, thank you kindly. Mama Oda made it for me. It's my wedding dress. A lot of people don't even know that. <laughs> Whoa. Can we ask you some questions? Of course, Sugar. What's your favorite thing to do at the restaurant? Oh, honey, I love to cook and share my recipes with our other chefs so that way they can bring in everyone who can enjoy some good food. My dad is gumbo, my very first time. Helping him make gumbo, he let me stir the pot and put all the ingredients in. And he said, I'm about to put it in my, I said, wait, cause two splashes of basket sauce make it the bee's knees. So once I put that in there, it was delicious. I couldn't wait to share it with the rest of the neighborhood. Hey everybody, I made gumbo. Ooh, that smells good. I got some hush puppies, What's your favorite thing to me? I like pasta. Oh, it's good. Have you ever tried to make pasta? Mm, once with my mom. Okay, that's good, that's good. Mm. Probably tacos. Tacos? Now how do you make your tacos? You get tortilla, spread the guacamole on the flat tortilla. Okay. Put, like the meat on it and then close it. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It is. Do you share it with your folks at home? Yes. Wonderful. How does it feel to be running your own restaurant? Well, sugar, it's a big responsibility. But I think with the love and support of my friends and family, they were able to help me make my dreams come true. What are your dreams? I want to meet the unicorn. Okay. All right. I want to meet all the princesses. All right. And you're succeeding today. At least mm -hmm. yes, I'm succeeding yes. today. How about you? What's your dream? Actually, my dream is actually to be here with you. Oh, well, mm -hmm. I'm glad we made that dream come true today. Well, listen here. Whatever you want to be when you grow up, with hard work and dedication, you can make all your dreams come true, okay? How'd you get way up there? And how'd I get way down here and all this? <laughs> What was it like being a frog? Have you ever been covered in mucus? No, right? See, when initially, I thought it was slime. But Prince Naveen was very adamant in telling me it's not slime, it's mucus. That is not slime. What? You are secreting mucus. Lights. Camera.
action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest! Alright, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And as we continue to bring you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, whether that's animation, movies, television, you name it, with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to being on the stage, being part of your lives. You know her Charlotte from The Princess and the Frog. We have none other than Jen Cody here. Welcome to Diz Radio. Thanks so much for having me. It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, you were our guest way back when Princess and the Frog first came out, so it's a pleasure to have you back here on the show again because that that movie just continues to grow in popularity, you know, to this day. Oh, well, you know, it's a Disney movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just think the, those movies and everything about them, um, as, as I get older, I even I go back and watch them again, and I appreciate them even more. So I think they're for everybody. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you know, for all, all of our listeners who are, you know, new to this, of course, you know, they haven't heard your voice here on the show before. I guess, how did you get into, you know, being on stage, doing Broadway, and, of course, landing that role of Charlotte, you know? Uh, well, um, I went to school for musical theater, well, theater, and um, I, was, I started having to come to New York, actually, to help a friend who was... Um, needed someone help teach. And while I was here, I auditioned. And uh, within like a month, I was doing Cats, which, you know, for any performer, especially dancer, uh, it was like a dream come true. Um, and so uh, Disney was great because when they were looking for the Princess and the Frog, um, which I think they do a lot now, they come to New York and uh, they audition all of the musical theater, the Broadway people. And uh, the casting director had seen me in a musical uh, playing a character that was very similar to Charlotte. And uh, she called me in. And the audition actually went for, I would say, close to eight months of um, repeating, repeating going in again and singing. And um, it was a really long experience. Um, and every time they would call and say, we need to see Jen again, I kept going, wait, am I, am I still in the mix? That's amazing. Um, <laughs> It was always it was always such a surprise, and uh, I remember when my agent called uh, at the end, and he just said, um, "I think you're going to be you're going to be the new princess," and I just started crying immediately. And I mean, it, it, from when I was a little girl and used to watch the Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights, it was a it was an amazing thing, it's, and it's still to this day probably one of the most fulfilling experiences I've ever had. Well, you know, in that role, too, because that was the resurgence of, you know, 2D animation, you know, the true artistic, you know, I mean, I, you know, CGI is, of course, artistic as well. But that hand-drawn Disney quality, it had that timeless magic to it. Uh, you know, what was it like realizing, like, all right, what's my character going to look like? How is she going to act? I mean, were you just, like, kind of excited yourself as, like, like this little girl inside where you're just like, you just couldn't wait to see what they were going to come up with? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, when they... When we first started, they had pictures of what they thought she would look like. Um, and Nick Ranieri, who uh, was actually the animator for Charlotte, um, would uh, watch me, and they would videotape my sessions. And so I didn't really see who she was until, like, the first rough cut of the film. Um, and I just, it was, I can't even explain it, just to see this thing that, you all had a, a piece of, like, whether it was just the voice or the essence, and then someone else watched you, and then they decided how she moved. And um, it's so it's one of those things that will always be with me, because I do a lot of live theater, and that's great, but it's, it's immediate and it's always different. 
Uh, so it's really fun, especially as I get older, to look back and see that part of me that was captured in that in that certain time period um, by a bunch of people. I, I can't even um, say how much I, I owe to Nick Ranieri as well because he puts so much love into creating her. I kind of feel like we, we both share a little piece of Charlotte. Now, with Charlotte, too, because this character, you know, continued to, you know, evolve, of course. And, you know, she comes from, you know, uh, highfalutin kind of society and whatnot. But she has such a big heart because it is a genuine heart. It's not she doesn't pity her friend, things like that. It's just she's a true blue friend. Now, you know, is that something that, you know, you saw on screen and it's like a different portrayal of somebody as they would normally be portrayed in that kind of role? Um, Well, that was what was great about everyone involved is that Charlotte, I think, originally was written um, kind of very spoiled, very uh, typical Disney brat, I would say. And as we we worked in the the booth, she just evolved into this amazingly loyal friend. And I think that's what makes her so special is that even though she has all these wants and needs and she's spoiled and her daddy gives her everything and in every point in the film she actually helps Tiana first and I think that that's what makes her completely different Um, and you almost can't put your your finger on it but then if you go back and you realize even when she really wants the prince and Tiana needs help getting cleaned up or when you know she wants to be the princess but she knows by kissing the frog she's helping her friend. I think that's what makes her completely different than every other character. And I think now in this time period, to show a character that has everything given to her and yet she still makes the right choices, I think is a really good message. Definitely. Now, with that, too, you know, being this character, of course, and she has this big heart and whatnot. Now, when you're watching the film, I guess, what were some of your favorite parts to actually voice? Like, you know, actually see come to life on film. And you're like, oh, man, this, this, did you get lost in the moment? Or were you just comparing how you performed? Um, you know, that's the interesting thing about not, not having a lot of say. We did so many of the scenes so many different ways that I actually didn't know until seeing the film what, what they had chosen. Um, and it's funny, some of the things that were cut, from the film, there was one um, time in the booth that there was a, an excerpt where I don't remember why Charlotte was yelling, but Charlotte had to yell and scream, probably because she wasn't getting her way. And they flashed to different countries with like people covering their ears, like that's how piercing her scream was. And um, I remember doing that over and over again, and like screaming to the point where I was laying on the floor, like kicking my hands and my legs and. And uh, that's funny. That didn't make it into the film, but that's one of the most um, real memories I have of just creating Charlotte and just having a, a actually a temper tantrum. <laughs> and that never made it in. I do love when um, when she's putting on her makeup um, because I didn't. I wasn't actually putting on makeup, but I was miming um, how it would be if I were. And that's how that whole section came about. Where I um, I did oh. I thought Wishing on Stars was for babies and crazy people. Like, it only slowed down because she was putting on mascara, and I thought that was that was a pretty cool connection to make. 
Well, and and with that too, and you know, you know, because she is this like very fun, energetic, she brings that pop of life to the film. Uh, what was it like when you know the film came out finally, and you actually got to see, you know, here's a here's a Charlotte, you know, little Barbie doll, and that's a character that I created that little girls are going to play with. You know what? It really hit me. Um, because Charlotte has had um a couple Barbie dolls. In fact, a, a new like version of one came out this Christmas. Um, but I went to New Jersey and saw the first um, Disney on Ice after Princess and the Frog had come out. And um, that particular ice show started, the lights went down, and you heard my, not my voice going, Tia, Tia, Tia! And then this girl comes running out on her skates with this bright pink dress on, and I honestly just started to bawl my eyes out. Because it wasn't even so much that Little girls were wearing Charlotte dresses and stuff, but it was this, here was this actress or an ice skater who was like lip syncing to me. I don't know. There was something about seeing like a person being Charlotte that I just, I cried like a baby. Now, to this day, because the film has gone on to, you know, it's a Disney film. So, of course, it gets passed on generation to generation, of course. Now, of course, with Disney Plus streaming service, it's even opening up the door to more people rediscovering it again. Um, You know, how often is it friends, family, everyone else, or even even yourself? Are you flipping through the channels? You see it and you're like, all right, I got to stop and watch it just for a minute. Or do you zoom right past? Well, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I know my friends, they all will send clips. Um, because a lot of my friends now have children, and so um, they will send clips of their kids watching Princess of the Frog, and I think that that's pretty cool. Um, and it's fun because I have gone back into the booth and done um, there's been a couple of um, video games and some kind of um, web cartoon things, and so I have been able to revisit her every once in a while, and that's always a, a real gift when that happens. Now, if they ever come out with a Princess and the Frog, you know, TV series on, like, you know, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, and you got to have Charlotte and Tiana together, is that definitely something you're like, yes, I am there? Oh, yes. <laughs> there is nothing like creating something from the inception of it. You know, even when you um, when you do Broadway stuff or a theater and you you're taking other people's words and and bringing them to life but there's a lot of people that have a a say and so there is something that purity about just standing in a booth and being this character um that is fulfilling in a weird way I would do I would do it over and over again I would have a million princess and the frogs and a weekly cartoon <laughs> now with princess and the frog of course because there's a lot of great music things like that you also had the pleasure of you know being garnered with an annie award from that what was it like being recognized for bringing this character to life with the annie awards because you know that that's a big deal uh, you know it's funny um when i got nominated i didn't know what it was and um my agent called me and he said, you got nominated for an Annie. And I was like, what does that mean? Is that because my voice is quirky? Like, I didn't understand. I thought it had something to do with, like, Annie the musical. <laughs> and um, and then I started reading about, like, people who had gotten, I was so blown away. And my husband and I actually, we drove cross-country to California because I'm from New York. And, um, we, you know, I, I had a beautiful dress made. And I went to this ceremony, and I got to sit with a lot of people from Princess and the Frog and, some people I had done some stuff with DreamWorks and they were there and 
um, I never expected to win <laughs> in a million <laughs> years. I, I just, it was usually you know, stars and things, and I didn't, I wasn't the lead in the film. I had this smaller role, and when they called my name, my husband actually was videotaping, and he, I don't get up. And he's like, you have to go up there. And I had no idea. And I'm up there, and I'm talking and thanking people at random. And, um, yeah, I had no idea that I had a chance. And I'm looking at my Annie right now because it's on my, uh, on my mantle in my living room. So I'm very proud of that. Um, and I love that that I shared it, actually, with, with Nick, my uh, animator, again, because uh, it doesn't, it's not just one person, you know. It's a, it's a whole bunch of people. Definitely. You know, it takes all those people to, to bring that kind of film together. You know, all these, the music, the magic, memorable characters. And of course, you know, you got the little girls out there, they're wearing their Charlotte shirts, things like that. Now working on it, there's so many memorable characters, you know, from Louis the Alligator to Tiana, whatnot. Did you, did you, uh, you know, kind of grow as a family while making this? Did you guys become really good friends over time or, you know, or was it just isolated in a booth and, and did your job and went home? Well, I have to be honest with you, so um, I never recorded with anybody. Um, I was always alone in the booth, whether I was in L.A. or I was in New York. Um, but prior to the film, uh, Michael Leon Woolley and I knew each other very well. Um, he had done Little Shop of Horrors on Broadway with my husband. Um, and so knowing that we were both creating this film, um, we became very, very close. And we actually ended up moving to L.A. together for a couple of years and um, so that was exciting. And I knew uh, Anika because she was a, a New York girl as well. And um, we we'd do things together after the film, but not um, but not in making the film. Uh, and strangely enough, Peter Bartlett also, uh, who played um, in the film, he's a New York actor. So it's funny, every once in a while I'll, I'll run into him and we just smile and go, oh yeah, remember that? That was fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lonelier, uh, job than, uh, doing a, a musical or a play, um, you know, in New York where you are all together all the time. Most of the time, it's just you alone in a booth. <laughs> Now, with that, too, because, you know, you like you said, you knew many, many of the people involved with it. It makes it that much more dear to your heart. Now, have you had a chance to go to any of the parks or anything over the years or after the movie came out? And you saw Tiana in the parks and everyone reacting to the film and just realizing this warm reception that it, it had gotten. Uh, yeah, I went right afterwards um, and it was exciting. They um, they took me up to Walt Disney's apartment. Um, and it's one of those things that you think, oh, I, this is only happening because I was able to do Princess and the Frog. Not a lot of people get to do this. So it was it was such an honor. And um, I was on the parade route, and the um, the boat, the big, uh, uh, what's the, oh, shoot, I can't think of the word. Um, the big boat, the river boat, that's the word I wanted. Um, the river boat came, float came down, and all of the characters from Princess and the Frog was on it. And there was a Charlotte, and I started, I was screaming. I was like, yay, Charlotte! And I was so excited. And, and my friend was like, tell her, tell her you're, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell her. But I'm excited that she's here. <laughs> um, I was just, I love that. And um, there's actually, in the New Orleans uh, hotel, a friend of mine just was there and took a picture in one of the, the bathrooms. There's a picture of Charlotte. <laughs> and she's like, you made it. You're in the bathroom. <laughs> 
Now, I guess, uh, you know, aside from just that, too, because this, you know, continues to, you know, it, it'll go on forever. You know, you know, 30 years from now, you're going to you're going to be walking down the streets and people are going to bring up Princess and the Frog, of course. But you also do many other things, performing on stage. What is it like getting on stage? You know, because, you know, for Princess and the Frog, of course, you're you're in a sound booth. You see the final animation. What is it like being on stage performing and getting that instant reaction as opposed to having to wait until it got released in theaters? Uh, well, the, I mean, there's good and bad, I guess. Um, the, the great thing about doing theater is that it is live and it breathes and it's not, um, it's not a set thing like when you do a television show or, or a voiceover where you do it and it's out there and that's what it is because, um, these characters, I think, grow. And so when you're on stage and you are performing a, a character, the next night it's going to be a little different. And your character is going to, I think, become more, um, more lush. And, and the audiences are always different how they react. So that has something to, there's a lot of variables. Um, and it keeps it really exciting and that you can change and alter and grow. Uh, and you know, anything you do, I do a lot of voiceovers and you hear it on the radio and you're like, Oh, I wish I, I wish I could have had another shot at that. Or, you know, you always want to fix something and, and live theater, you actually, can. <laughs> well, you know, and you get that instant gratification as well. You know, it's like right there, people are reacting different every night. You can see the reaction on their faces as opposed to waiting to when it comes out in theaters and, and things like that as well. Now, I guess with that, aside from just Princess and the Frog and all the different voiceovers you do, and you've been part of so many different things, I guess over the years, was there any one project to you that still remains the most dear to your heart, whether that was Princess and the Frog or a certain stage production or, you know, what it was where you're just like, you know, this is truly why I do what I do for a living? Um, huh. I, you know, I'm so fortunate. I think there are so many things that I've done that have changed me and made me um, a different person. And so I always try to take a little bit something from every every show or production or thing that I do. Um, you know, the thing about Princess and the Frog is that I can do a show and maybe a million people will see it at some point on a, you know, on a, a good show, a good running Broadway show. Whereas how many millions of people are going to see Princess and the Frog? Like how many people are, it, you affect so many more people on such a grander scale. Um, so if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Princess and the Frog. Um, but you know, I've done, I've done some amazing shows here in New York that also I, I think made a difference somehow to someone. Um, so I'm just kind of, I'm proud. I'm always proud that I just get to do this for a living, to be honest with you. I'm amazed every day that I get up and, and, I get to go out and either sing or dance or act or talk and um and people go, Yeah, you can keep doing that. <laughs> That's always amazing to me. Well, and like you said, it's something that will change you and redirect you, reinvigorate you. You know, it doesn't make a difference what it is. And like you said, it you know, something like Princess and the Frog always gets passed down. I mean, you know, my oldest daughter grew up watching it and her little sister watches it now. So it's just it's something that continues to live on. 
Now, with that, we know you're busy. So many great things, of course, going on. And, uh, you know, you're always busy schedule. I guess with, you know, everything you've done from Princess and the Frog, stage productions and whatnot, all the people's lives who you've touched over the years because you played a part, whether they were in that audience, you know, just in awe or they grew up like my daughter's watching Princess and the Frog. Is there anything you'd like to leave out there for all of your fans listening in whose lives you've touched? Oh, wow. I hope to keep doing it. I hope that um, there's another Charlotte coming up um, or there's another, you know, Broadway show that people will become connected to and make a difference. Um, you know, I, I think it's up to us to inspire the next generation. And so whatever I can do to keep inspiring people, I think that's really my job here. Very cool. Well, it's our pleasure having you stop in, take this time, you know, a little bit trip to the past, whatnot, and come back here at the show as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary as well. So a lot of great things, you know, on the horizon for you as well. So thank you, Jen, once again for stopping in, chatting with us, and uh, looking forward to the future for you as well. Thank you so much. Don't you disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. That's an echo, gentlemen. Just a little something we have here in Louisiana. A little parlor trick, don't worry. Sit down at my table. Put your minds at ease. If you relax, it will enable me to do it. Thing I please. I can read your future. I can change it around some too. I look deep into your heart and soul. You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true. I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. The cards, the cards. Cards will tell the past, the present, and the future as well. The cards, the cards, just take three. Take a little trip into your future with me. Now you, young man, are from across the sea. You come from two long lines of Royal myself on my mother's side. Your lifestyle's high, but your funds are low. You need to marry a little honey whose daddy got dough. Mama and dad cut you off, huh, playboy? Now you all got to get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just want to be free, hop from place to place. But freedom takes green. <laughs> It's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need And when I look into your future, it's the green that I see On you, little man, I don't want to waste much time You've been pushed around all your life You've been pushed around by your mother and your sister and your brother And if you was married, you'd be pushed around by your wife But in your future, the you I see is exactly the man you always wanted to be. Shake my hand. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yes. Are you ready? Are you ready? 
blame me. You can blame my friends on the other side. You got what you wanted. and their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk right down that see this box <laughs> this is no ordinary box this box has the power to change lives this box can actually give hope to children and families in need there's just uh, one catch this box doesn't work alone that's where you come in this holiday season join us and feeding america to help provide food including fresh fruits and vegetables to those who need it most because without you this box is just another empty box to find out how you can help you can go to disney.com slash be inspired all right, all of you D-heads, I am back, and as I've already mentioned throughout the show, this show is going to be a little bit different, not so much me rambling about news and other things, because the world is in a crazy state right now. We're all trying to be safe, healthy, and take care of each other and be the best versions of ourselves. So I just want to take this time right now to pop back in and just say that all of us can be magical with each other. I know, I am standing on a soapbox. I am going to talk and preach and all these great things, but all I'm saying is be the best versions of yourselves. I know that things are tough out there. I know that everyone's hoarding toilet paper. And in a world of social media and constant posts with funny quips and so much more knocking all the things in the situation, how about flooding everything with something positive? Or instead of just trying to be on a soapbox, just something that's great and makes you smile. Think of Pollyanna. Think of the Glad Game. That is something that I challenge all of you to do every single week right now. Yes, play the Glad Game. Every day, wake up. What can you be glad for? Pollyanna could do it no matter what the situation, and I'm sure all of us being Disney fans can do it as well. And this is going to trickle down to your children, to your family, to your friends. If you can find a way to turn it around, Find the good in something, no matter how bad, no matter how dire the situation. If you can find that one thing to be thankful for, to be happy for, to be proud of, this is the time to do it. This is the time that you are going to need to show that you can be together, you can make it together, you can be happy, you can be positive, and get through this as a community. This is also the time when, hey, take time, slow down, make family memories, play the board games, laugh, take in the cuddle time, even with the arguments, the butting of heads, make this the time to go back a little bit, go back in time when it was simpler and family relied on each other and families sat there together, eat those dinners together. Now's the time to implement that because after all this, sports will pick back up. School is going to get crazy. You're not going to have that, po- you're not going to have that moment again. So this is the time to go ahead do that. Have those family dinners. Have those breakfasts. Do those things together that you normally don't have time to do. It is a forced vacation. It is a forced time to spend that time with your family. Take it. Cherish it. And as I end the show every single week, never neglect family for business. This is true as well. Take this time not as a pain in our butts, not in a negative way. Take it as a time to reconnect with your children with your spouse, with your loved one, your partner, you name it. 
This is your chance to rebuild those memories. Share something with each other you don't normally like. Maybe you hate all their movies and the things they do. Maybe you hate uh, some of the other things that uh, they normally like to do. Open up. Play those games with them. Watch those movies. Take an interest in each other once again. So I'm going to take this time to get off my soapbox, spend time with my children, because like I said, this show is a little bit different here this week. We just wanted to bring a smile to you before we continue on with our shows every single week here at Diz Radio. But I just want something fun for you to listen to, something to play in the background for your families. That's why our show is always 100% family fun. So go out there, make the memories, hug a little bit tighter, hug a little bit longer. You would be surprised what just a hug or a kiss on the cheek can do for everybody. Make the magic, all of you D-heads. Three creaky wooden stairs Those squeaky rocking chairs The well-worn welcome mat The lattice vines The happy times All I wanna do When the day is through Is linger here On the front porch with you From the wicker swing While the night birds sing Watch the fireflies sparking, do some sparking too. How the hours fly as the moon drifts by. How sweet the air as we stare at the sky.
Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It was a fantastic romp once again, having a little bit of fun, magic, and more from the bayou to release the stress and pass your day a little bit more as you're trapped inside your homes during this hard time. I want to extend a very special thank you to Jennifer Cody once again for stopping back here at the show, celebrating our 10-year anniversary here at Diz Radio, and bringing some of that fun, the magic, and the wit of the Princess and the Frog. We're excited to see more that you're going to be doing in the upcoming year. I'd also like to thank the D team of Aaron, Dominic, and Frank for stopping in with their signature segments. Without them, there'd be nothing more than me rambling week in and week out. So thank you, the D team, for stopping in. Definitely drop them a line. They do not bite. And most of all, thank you, the D heads. You are the reason we continue to bring this show to you for the last 10 years. You are the reason we want to bring the magic, the fun, and all the great possibilities to pass that time away in the recent days here in your homes and in your lives. So thank you, the D heads. You truly do make the magic happen. Now, next week, we have somebody stopping in that is a fun one. And before I give you clues as to who's going to be stopping in and you can put those pieces together, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. All you have to do is search Disney On Demand, Diz Radio, that's D-I-Z Radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, magical different kind of Disney show and now celebrating 10 years. And if you want to stay connected instantly, you can't wait. All you have to do is go to iTunes or the podcast distribution site of your choice. Search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, or Disney On Demand. Hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released right there on your mobile device, your Android, your tablet, your iPhone, you name it. Get the latest shows as they get released. And if you have an Alexa, all you have to say is, Alexa, play Disney Blues, Diz Radio, and she will play the latest show for you as well. That easy, that simple. And if you can't remember any of that, just go to DizRadio.com and find all these links there as well. So all of you D-heads, next week we have more fun guests stopping in here to pass the time away as you're spending a lot more time inside with your family and you just need a little bit of magic and something positive and not negative in your life. And with us here next week is somebody that knows a lot about dreams, somebody that knows a lot about when the buffalo roam, Somebody that knows a lot about taking care of our planet Earth. Something very important during these times right now. I'm going to leave it at that, all VD heads. So until next week, until we come back, take care of your family. Stay safe. Don't go hoarding. Definitely take care of others. Be there for your neighbors if they need. These are the times of need, the times when we come together as community. So these are the times that you want to remember that we're all human. We can set aside differences and we can be there for each other. Make these times the best happily ever after you possibly can. Make it the memories. Make it the best version of yourself. And remember, take time, slow down, shut off the TV, shut off the news, and never neglect family for business, social media, 
or right now, the constant stream of news. Make those memories, make the magic, make it your happily ever after. Until next week, all VD heads, have a fantastic weekend. Ready to begin, let the wonder take hold. Feel it draw you in, watch the moment unfold. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow, setting out for a new tomorrow. Every step we take.
Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.